like to welcome everyone back once again to the sweatiest basement in Kensington, Maryland. I'm Ken Marangolo. He's Kevin Ricca. What's going on? He's Matt, the real deal seal. What's happening? Pete, otherwise known as Pete Schweity himself. And he is former Washington Redskins cornerback Fred Smoot. What's up, Fred? Hey, what's going on? You can call me Demos. That's short for the mouth of the south. Demos. Demos. In the house. <laughs> and this is After the Whistle, uh, the Audible's Redskins After Show, Season 83, uh-huh. Episode 3. The drama's been going on for quite some time. Turn you down. Free. Free. What's the name of this band? Free. Mm-hmm. Supposed to know this, brother. Come on. Now. Come on. Listen, this show just got really interesting. I had this game before the season started. You know, you look at it as quarters, whatever. You you want to capitalize on pockets of games in the season. You can't be a follower of the NFL and realistically have said we are going to win the Steelers game. You couldn't have said that. I said that. I thought it was possible. We got outclassed, outcoached. Oh, yeah, exactly. We were supposed to win that game. They uh, had one, one. Listen, they came. If I told you we're going to play the Pittsburgh under the perfect storm, first we're going to be at home. Second, we're going to be completely healthy. They're not going to have their number two receiver, their number three receiver, their starting running back, or their starting tight end. We have to stop one person by the name of Antonio Brown, and we can't do that. Dude. Yes, we could have beat them. We're like, we're like 0 for 100 in that scenario over the last like, 15 I'm just years. Physical health is way more less important than mental health at yeah. that point. Hey, I'm just saying... Tumlin and his coaching staff, they came in here and they known to be Blitzburg. They did not blitz us because we couldn't run the ball. You don't need to blitz us. They dropped eight the whole game and first cut to throw the ball short, and they beat us. That's unbelievable. Yeah, they did beat us. Uh, we were 0-1 going into a game uh, against a rookie quarterback, getting your arch rival. Uh, you think you lost to a really good team in the Pittsburgh Steelers and that you should be able to handle a rookie quarterback, rookie running back combo. Uh, and a defense with nobody with a name on it. And that doesn't happen. Yeah. So you're starting to wonder, what, what show were we watching? Who would write such, such a show? Why? Who, how did this get past the freaking director of programming? Oh, yeah. And then we go on the road and you play a, a game against a team we've lost to a lot. In New York. I've lost to him personally myself. <laughs> I, If you're being honest with yourself, again, looking at that schedule and laying out the wins and losses, you know you're going to lose some games, and you, re- you can be reasonably certain it's going to be in New York. If you're going to throw a dart at the board, getting that win in week three, it, it absolutely changes our fortunes. Uh, really? This is what I'm asking. Just be honest with yourself. Yeah, I okay. I can. If we brought, let's say we could do a trade right now, and we traded Coach Belichick before the season started, mm-hmm. what do you think the record of the Redskins is with the Redskins roster? With Coach Belichick. 7-0. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you, because we got the talent besides, you know, maybe a defensive lineman or two and a running back that'll hit the hole. But that's not a knock on Jake Gruden. I mean, everyone's no one's Bill Belichick. All yet. I'm saying is, it has to go hand in hand, and people don't like to do that because the only people they see lose the game is the players. 
All right? They don't see what goes on behind it when the chess game is getting played and our coaches are getting whooped across the head by the other guy pushing the things across That's the table. That's an absolutely fair, totally fair assessment of things that that uh, McLovin, who, who is Scott McLuhan. We I love McLovin. McLovin. I love him. I, I think he is... He, he inherited he, he inherited Jay Gruden the way an incumbent head coach inherits a, a someone else's quarterback. He, you always knew from the beginning, whenever you hire a new head of personnel, at some point in time, he's probably going to want to bring in his own guy. Unless the guy he has really just works out. So really, at this point in time, you got to be wondering, is Jay Gruden working out? Ah, tough question. Tough question. Because he has the quarterback he wants. He has weapons. He has depth in certain places. But they're not addressing just players out there that everybody can see. They can see we don't have a D-line. They can see we don't have a, a number one running back. Yeah, I'd like to trade for the Purple Peep Leaders or the Iron Curtain as well for uh, whatever else we were trading earlier. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, these don't. are simple trades. You yeah. pick up pot roast and that stops people from running in the A-gap. You may be able to trade for the fourth... The fourth screen running back for Kansas City, Niles Davis, who could be a starter in this league. They just yep. so deep at running back. Come on, you got to give something up to give something. So, so you you think we still have too much of a talent deficit to be a true contender in the right places? I I've always said this is all about the fat boys, the big nasties, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. If you control the trenches on offense and defense, you win ball games. Let's go where the trenches are. We can't run the ball on offense, and we can't stop the run on defense. So therefore, we're not a dominant team. That well, that and that's a, that's a true statement. Yeah, I don't I care mean, about you, your DBs. You I don't care about your wide receivers. We you can't. can't we we can't do that. That means we can't control the ball game. I can't let the defense rest because we can't run the ball. I can't let the offense not throw the ball because we can't run the ball. I can't do anything because we can't run the ball. You know what the worst the worst feeling in the world is, is that when you stop them on third down, you're still like. He could definitely easily. They, they, they're going to go for it. <laughs> they're going to go for it I, on us. I would. Yeah, yeah like why I, not? I would do, oh yeah. I, every single time we we stop him on third down, I think I, I, he, if I was him, I wouldn't punt. But what's he going to do? Hey, at the end of the day, you're talking about a team, especially when they got the defense on the seven, eight, ninth, tenth play of the drive. That means you're wearing them down, and you're seeing a defense that's not rotating defensive linemen. You're bringing in guys that that can't cannot stop the run. Baker is our hands down best defensive lineman. Get some lighting. We get some natural lighting. In the thank God, thank it, God for Baker. Yeah, it was, it was too many guys in here for it to be as dark as. Yeah. Now we got some gentleman Jack. Look what I got for you. Hey, only when the gentlemen come out, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Oh, I got you a bottle of uh, Basil Hayden to take home too. Hey, why? That's a thank you know what? You. Not not I. The show. That's your. It's your. You know. You got to come here. You can't yeah. just leave with nothing. It's like I, uh, I like it to have. I thought we were gonna drink it off. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one we can drink, but we got another one for him to take home. Oh, yeah. it, you know, he already did tell us he's gonna be sponsored by Basil Hayden. Yeah, I when I started that. my bowling career. Yeah, when he starts his bowling. Which, by the way, there's multiple sponsors from what <laughs> I recall. Oh yeah, most yeah. definitely. Yeah. Some kind of looter than others. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you. Not, well, Trojan man, you Trojan, think that'll be a good uh, one? Of course. You know what? Would you put it all on your ball? Or I have would you it, put oh, it on. No, I have it on my ball, on my shirt. Like you I, have it on I'm going to bring flash to a sport that doesn't have any. Do they I, let you advertise on your? It ball? ain't about what they let me. I'm going in trying to break every rule, trying to push the pendulum. When 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 ESPN comes on and you, they know it's something about bowling. They know what it's become. Well, because you know, so when you're watching the pregame show on a certain channel, but they don't have the early game yeah. on uh, ESPN, and then, then like the the, the pregame. You know, show ends, yeah, and yeah. you forget to turn it to Fox because 
and, and there and, I go. And like all the, of a sudden, the like, bad boy bowling has done it again. You know, if they just switch straight to you right yeah. after like Chris Berman got in the scuffle in, in Bowl America with Live the number three from Milwaukee, <laughs> Demos. Yes, yes. <laughs> What's he gonna Demos. do? Demos. Yeah. He might just throw it overhand. He might just throw his bowling ball overhand. Uh, no, no, no. I, I bowl with great technique. I'm, I'm a great technique bowler. He's, he's spinning it. Okay. Oh, no, no. I know he's how to read it. the oil patterns. I know how to find the wet spots. I know how to get it done. All right. Mm. All right. I believe all of that. <laughs> I believe it all. Uh, all right. That, that would, speaking of great TV, that would be great TV. It would, it would be. It would be great TV. No bowler ever talk trash. It's a quiet sport. I'm talking trash before, after the throw, everything to the bowler, why he's throwing all of it. Big earn. Have you already thought about Big who your earn. rival is going to be? Because you know I, there's going to need to be a rival. It's got to be a, a, yeah, a, a right. good guy to the villain. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, but I'm sure he's probably 55 years old out there right now. I got to ask. Okay, so if you're going to do this, yeah. what are you going to do with your hair? I'm gonna do nothing. I'm still gonna be clean cut Fred. You know, this this always a been huge me. mistake. A mustache? Hey, no, no, no. I believe Anything? in this. I've always believed in being a polo. You know, in 1970, a polo was $40 and it's just plain one color. And right now, 2016, they're $45. And they're plain and they're just and they're neat. And you can they're versatile. You can wear them sport, you can wear them to meetings, you yeah, can do a lot with a polo. Companies written all over it. Oh, oh no. But like I say, I'm gonna bring some flair to it now. I know My you own know. coming out music. Everything. What is your coming out music? Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. We oh, got yeah. some Marvin Gaye coming up. We all got some Marvin right Gaye coming then. up. All right. Oh. All right. So, season eighty-three, episode three, and before wait, you know what? Trump style. You know, interrupt myself before I say something, which T would love, which is why I, <laughs> I wanted. I had to. Uh, we, we haven't talked. We haven't brought up our our esteemed co-host T Strachan. Oh yeah. Who's 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 not here tonight? And we so, miss you, T. I'm we sorry. Miss you, T. He's not, Absolutely. which means he's not here to defend himself. I'm, I'm filling in the gaps. He's filling in the gaps. <laughs> Solid. It's an, under, it's an understandable and team excused absence. It is. I want that not to be doubt. put out there on Twitter and uh, everywhere else, but but <laughs> lack of presence does not absolve you from yeah. the inability to defend yourself. Well, I understand. So we're going to have to take a couple of shots at him. I, I understand. I, I agree, Fred. Yeah. I've never agreed with you more in my life. Hey, while man, we deviate, I, I, while we home, boy. deviate from. <laughs> What's happening on the field to a show we were talking about? That really, so when we think about this show, we think about this show as being a show about a show. All right, all right. And the uh, the best shows about shows right now are probably Talking Dead about Walking Dead and After the Thrones, which is not really even that great yet. It's just great because Game of Thrones is great. I've been saying it just anything about Game of Thrones you what you is didn't, awesome. No, what did, that you didn't pick up. And on. what some people think, right? Some like yeah. you know whatever. Yeah. T doesn't watch Game of Thrones. Oh. And and he like has animosity towards us for watching. He Game really does. Probably called us like he nerds really and geeks and yeah, yeah trackies and nerds, nerds. <laughs> Go to Comic Con or yeah. something like that. I mean, hey, guess what? Fred Smooth thinks Game of Thrones is cool. I You're do, the nerd. I'm a history buff, so <laughs> anything from history, I, I, I enjoy watching it. I'm I'm actually a Sir Frederick from House Smoot. That's what they call. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> From from his clan Demos, <laughs> I, I think I'm a Targaryen. I think uh, you know if I had to be part of a family, that's the family I think I'm from. I don't know. I I, I per, I'm, a, I'm going Stark style. I, I, to each his own, brother. Yeah. To each his own. Although the only reason why I wouldn't go Stark is because I would want to probably at some point marry Sansa. I to understand, join but, my but house, I think Jon Snow might Marigola. actually have to do that. 
Judge Snow might marry something. Because they still, they what, half brothers and sisters? We're talking about the old days. Why not? No, no. Yeah. They're not anything. They're not, they're not. Bro- they don't have the same mother or father. We just found that out, right? Yes. Yeah, but so yes. they can't, they're have going they? to get married. Have they? Yeah. So they're going to get married. They're like half cousins, right? Half cousins? Wouldn't hey, that be right? I just asked that question at a bar not too long ago because I just took my 23andMe <laughs> chromosome test. No, I actually Half just cousin. took my, my 23andMe chromosome test. Right. And I had to ask one of my homeboys that's this dating a girl. I was like, what if you and your home, your girl did this and it comes back? Because it tells you where your long lost cousins and stuff at. And let's say it came back. And it came back, and your name was on hers, and hers was on yours, meaning that y'all third cousins. Do you, A, continue to date her since y'all been together for two years and in love? Or do you, B, cut it off right there? Is it staying? And I asked women this question. I asked men this question. You'll be shocked on who with the higher percentage saying they'll stay and the one that's saying they wouldn't. Oh, I'm it's going, crazy. I'm going, for the record, I'm going crying game shower instantly. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. You've been with her for I know, two I know. years. I can't scrub. All right, so scrub so answer the question. What do you do? Three, Two years, three years in, do you leave her? Or do you continue to date her? It's... I think as long as we're talking Game of Thrones style, i got to talk to the man with many faces. <laughs> uh, because what I did notice on the Sunday, many-faced guy. the many-faced man, whatever the hell he is, he did, he, he's done NFL work because Ben McAdoo with sunglasses and a little mustache yeah. looks exactly like our guy, Jay Gruden. <laughs> all right. he, the split screen all day long was freaking me out. Uh, their posture, their hair. It's t- t- take a right. gander. Okay, all right. I mean, uh, who, who, who are you to judge the man with many faces? I'm just saying, he, I, couldn't, I, I, I had to break up with my girl. Yeah, okay. yes, yes. Absolutely. You have to go somewhere else. No, but you have to get women, plastic surgery. No, take but, goodbye to your family. But the women said that they would stay with the man. Oh, my gosh. They say it's too late, but you go. Hey, if you leave her, you're how still going to see her at the family reunion. You know and, that, and, right? and, and, how and many a two-headed baby has a it's, two faces that only a mother could love. Third cousin. She's your third cousin. Not your second, not your first, your third. Never met her You never met her before until y'all met two and a half years ago and started dating. I guess it would make traveling on Christmas much easier. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it totally would. And your family reunion would be easy, too. The wedding, everybody sit on one side. It's fine. Everyone, yeah, there's one empty side. You it remember, you remember Mike, our cousin? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it come with a free banjo. <laughs> and just face the world, no apologies. Oh, yeah, oh, no apologies. Like, we're here. Meet my wife, uh... Her last name yeah. is Smook for a matter. Now you'd have to build like a giant cover story. If you, if you were going to stick it out because you just had to stick it out for the person, you'd no, have to build a, a little orphan. elaborate. I was yes. an orphan. Yes. Then we ended Something. up being in love. Yep. We soulmates, and I'm sorry about that. Yeah, and uncle pulled someone in off the street. You know, hey, we, we, we took it in someone else. It's like some parents died in a car crash. Hey, no, no. You just got to tell the truth, man. That's the yeah. best way out. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if there's any good way out of that situation. <laughs> oh. So we were talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so we know we know that Jon Snow and Sansa Stark are, I, th- I believe, half cousins, right? Uh, I don't even think they did. I think they're about to get married because you know that last scene where they showed Ned Stark. That wasn't his baby. He was yeah. That was his sister's baby. It was his a, a lifetime yeah. of yes. devotion. Yeah, so they have they have the same aunt, but yes. they have different. So she took care. He took care of him as his own. So nobody knew. Yeah, but that was still related. Him special. That's why John uh, Snow has a special bloodline. Yeah, he's he's a dragon, dude. Yes. Yeah, Targaryen. He's supposed to be all there with me, Targaryen. He's gonna yeah. Come on, she is the most powerful. Come on, she got dragons, man. Yeah, she's... She's the only person able to kill the White Walkers. See, they ain't been talking about the White Walkers yet. 
like I think it, as much information as they should have been giving us, you know. They can't get past the wall. It's like the shark and John. But the wall, not, they don't. What if the wall comes get, down? They finna come past that wall because John Snow is gone from there right now. That wall's coming down. Yeah, but if they get that, uh, that Donald Trump, that dragon steel gets handed to the chubby librarian, the White Walkers better watch out. It's a contract here, like we yeah. discussed. Yeah, Valerian steel. Valerian yeah. steel. Not the Valerian. This was Dragon. He killed the White Walker by accident. That's oh right. yeah, yeah, with the melt. I mean, with the it glass, was dragon lightning. glass thing. Yeah, dragon glass. Yeah, dragon glass. He would love this conversation. Yeah, certainly he would, would love it. Yeah. We would have right, called so every name in the book by now. Who is on Washington Redskins team right now? Who is Jon Snow? Who's Jon Snow? The ultimate wild card, basically. Mm-hmm. And really what the story is, I think, turning into. Oh, who the yeah. real king is. Who the, yeah, where everything is happening. Oh, that's a tough one right there. I have to say right now, Jon Snow is Josh Norman. I agree. <laughs> he is he is the bastard from Winterfell. Best, so, <laughs> best player on the team, even though he's the most. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's the guy. From, oh, we paid seventy five million for this. What do they no, want him to do? Tackle he, everyone he's and the guy play D line. Super Bowl team that went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's John Snow. He's the he's, the bastard from Winterfell. He's I been know. the best and toughest competitor on our team, and he's a bad dude. So and far. bad part is he's not even the best athlete when it comes to corner. It's still Breeley. But the defensive coordinator gives him no help and no respect. Well, <laughs> one man. I don't, want, I don't want to. They had to stop one man. You know what they did? That they had me and Champa, me and Sean. Well, we would have told the coach, "Hey, we're gonna put me and D Hall over here, <laughs> put him over there by himself to stop their number two, and let's get this over with." Yeah, oh, let's yeah. get it over with. Uh, no, and we will get to those. Get to those. Uh, by the way, I have some questions. That's the lightning round. Those questions are for the lightning round. Yeah, an old school oh, lightning yeah. round. Oh, yeah, right. old school lightning round. And then you, you hit the nail on the head, so that's a little tease for that. All right. But I, I, so coming into the season, I was a person who definitely was of the mind that this was going to be a show about Kirk Cousins. I believe that. I, and I think that. Who is Kirk Cousins in, in Game of Thrones? Well, I was I, I gave him the Jon Snow designation coming into no, the season. He's not coming Jon into Snow. the season. Coming into the season. He the Kingslayer. Mm. He had his hand cut off, but he still he's still himself, but just ain't got the power well, he used to have. He's right. not Jon Snow. Kirk is gonna have right to now. go to mass twice tomorrow after listening <laughs> to this version of who everyone thinks he is. Game of Thrones. The he can't be Jon Snow right now. He's not Jon Snow. And 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 the, you know the other uh, reference that I've I've made and I I brought it up uh, with Sebastian on uh, Redskins talk after the game and that is is so when the Simpsons switched from a Bart show to a Homer show and I, I get the feeling that we were forcing the Kirk Cousins storyline and I, and I thought to myself and I thought to myself this week when we were talking about it with um, with Sebastian was I would watch a show. About a dominant, arrogant, like backs it up on the field quarterback in this in this league, best guy on the team, werewolf style. To use your word, Kevin, and 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 be that good, and just be that good. And if that if this show ends up being about that, first of all, that show is about a that's a winning team. If 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 this show becomes about Josh Norman somehow leading his defense to something great. Without a doubt, that's a show we well, would all watch. He's going to lead the defense. I'm not sure if it's going to be something great, 
but it'll be something he's, better than if it wasn't him playing that position. He's been worth every single cent. Yes, agreed. In three games already. When the other guy catches the ball, there's a chance it's about to be ours so far in three weeks. Mm-hmm. He just, he's digging in there. He's, all, he's athletically all around. And like Fred said, it's not just pure athleticism gliding around there. He knows where he's supposed to be. He plays the position sound and true. And he finds the angle, and he's tougher than you. And oh, I yeah. think that's oh, where yeah. he gets it. To me, he's, uh, I always like to... Uh, Players are common copies of each other. So if you can find a mixture of what two players a player is, or that one player he's exactly like, I think you kind of find that player and what he's going to give you in his ceiling. And to me, he's he's a uh, he's a faster run day barber. All right, he's a faster run he's day bigger. barber. Run day is thicker. Yeah, he's longer. Then run day. He's very, he's, but he's the game longer. they play never mentally, the Johnny on the spot, never going to be out of position. Not the fastest, not the strongest, not the biggest. But you see how long run they play. Forever. Uh, uh, Hall of Fame career. Playmaker, so, too. He has a chance to be that, but he'll never be the best athlete on your team. Right. The, his competitive edge, his intensity, the way that he uh, people can play through him. You know, I'm, I, I, that's how I played the game. And so. his length. I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, I mean, that, that's not a number. Short, not short by far, but not the longest. Because you, if you get him by Will Blackman, he's not as long as Will. You know, it, it, not it, even Bashad. Bashad's. Well, Bashad is pretty long-legged. Long. All right. So yeah. it's all about the makeup with, with Conan's. When Conan's meet other Conan's, the first thing we do is lick each other up and down <laughs> to see how he made, and they tell us yeah. a lot about how he's yeah. going to play. Yeah. Is he long-legged? Is he long arm? Is he a quick twitch guy? Is he a smart guy? Like, that tells us a lot. Like, all Conan's, we can wear each other's shoes. All us wear in between a 10 and a half and a 12. It depends on how tall you are. If a coach look at you and your feet are too big, they would not sign you as a cornerback. How How... It, Rich, Richard Sherman, I always think about him as being a pretty long guy. All right, 6'2 and a half, 6'3. So he's probably going to wear anywhere from a 12 to a 13. Yeah. So yeah. that's the top side. That's for the top, the top side, guy. yeah. All right, for a guy my height, six feet, six feet and a half, almost 6'1, it's going to be a 10 and a half, 11. See, this is, so I, this is what I like about this because McLovin, I believe he has brought that style of player picking to the Redskins. Metrics. Yeah. He's he's looking for size. He's looking for strength. Length. He's looking for length. I mean, it, you know, people that can play multiple positions. People that and you know can contribute right away at something. Yeah. Um. But the idea that okay, so when Bruce, I don't want to beat up on Vinny Serrato and Bruce Allen, but the way at least the way that they were telling everybody that they were evaluating folks. I mean, great. It's good to go for you know team captains. You know, it's good to go for seniors. Um. And, and that's maybe that's. The, the kind of thing you want to have on your team, but it, it seems ridiculous. We always said this about Vinny. It seems, cra- it seems crazy that we're only thinking this right now. But if you like target 6'4", 6'5", 250, 260, guy, you know, the right shoe size. Interestingly enough, Matt Jones, a guy who fell to us in the third round out of Florida, he had smaller hands than, than what they wanted. I'm not impressed with Matt Jones right now. Small. I'm not impressed yeah. with uh, – I love McLovin, but I was totally not impressed with him this draft. I would have taken no no lie because I was so deep at wide receiving. I had two guys in two contract years. I would have took Robert Kimdichie with that pick. Uh, I would have cra- traded down and still took Robert Kimdichie and still got me a second round pick. And I still could have took a wide receiver. Like yeah. I, I wouldn't have been so high strung to take a guy like Dotson when I have Pierre Garcon, who is an older shell of that guy. Pierre. 
when healthy, if he, if he can stay healthy for us, he'll contribute for us just fine. He might be the guy that signs that, you know, uh, last swan song, halfway decent I don't veteran know. contract. I, 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 it, I think the like, days of him taking that ball 80 yards at the yeah. Superdome are over. Oh, uh, no, no. He, he can't do that. And the thing about it is uh, uh, he can't uh, – Pierre, like I said, me, myself, you can't keep Pierre and DJ. It's just no. – you can't do it. No and chance. I can't let DJ go. I cannot. I don't understand why they ain't got him returning punts. If we ain't gonna feed him like a number one, let him, let him destroy a team in another way. Well, Crowder's doing a halfway decent job. Nah, Deshaun's better. He, did, he had obviously. one game. Deshaun is one of the most deadliest punt returners besides Devin Hester in the league in the last ten. Yeah, years. but Crowder's gonna be take more wear and tear than Deshaun, especially now. Well, we're he, not he's, throwing he's, them he's, the ball like a number one. I know no, because so unfortunately you might as well. we didn't uh, this week. We would have. But he, hey, I give it to him. I think he played banged up this week. It showed uh, in a couple plays, playing. and he was awesome. Yeah, he, he, contract year said a hell of a lot. Hey, he but did I, it in Philly. Why he can't did. he do it? I here? know, and, uh-huh. and he will. My understanding is he'll he'll go back there at, at you know when, when, in Santana Moss style when they were wanting yeah. to have that that big play yeah. uh, in a meaningful game. But um, I guess you can find the money. To, I mean, if he's playing at a, at the at a high level for him, then then yeah, you you. I do believe a guy like McLovin will find the money for that. Um, but on the other side, you know, that money might be needed to bring in a defensive lineman well, or a safety. To, well, I, I think this guy likes to build through the draft. And he oh, he does. He get unherited players and bring them in. So but we got to get a guy. We, we, like, we're we're going to get – we have to get a free agent who can come in. Because I, I think he's having good drafts, and I think he'll continue to have good drafts. But um, – the manner in which we're filling holes, we weren't as splashy. Yeah, we got Josh Norman, but that's kind of like a weird thing that happened. During the free agency period, we, we didn't do anything splashy. Kendall Reyes, you know. And we're paying the price Reyes. right now. We're paying the price on the D-line right now. And all you had to do was re-sign Padros. All you had to do was keep guys that you already had here and add another element. But you thought you could go in here with D-linemen that can't penetrate and can't stop the run. That's not going to work. I'm sorry. I don't care who you is as a GM. It's not going to work. And we, and we still have yet to see is Matt Jones not being an imposter as a running well, back. To be fair, he did use some money to lock up guys like Kerrigan, which you uh, had to. Jordan Reed. Which you had to. Uh, who, who else? Help me out. We uh, Trent, Trent Williams, Williams, obviously. You Trent had Williams. to. Yeah. And there's one other one, Josh and I'm missing. Norman. And we, four. And yeah. Josh Norman. Yeah. And we paying. Guys locked up and we paying Kirk twenty million on a one year. Hey, but it's still twenty deal. million out yeah. the cap. At least seventeen. Out the cap. It's so a huge cap hit. This it's year. a totally huge cap hit. So I understand what you're going on, but pot roast don't cost you no money. Uh, some of these guys don't cost you no money, and they veterans that you know you can depend on. You right now you got rotational players as starters. I mean, I love Kendrick Golson, but he's not inspiring anybody at defensive Goldie. line. Goldie my yeah, guy, but he know I'm rudely honest, and Goldie yeah. didn't start when he was young when I was playing. I know. So how are you gonna start him as a 35 year? I know. I Ask know. Him to play 80 snap. It's, no, it's not gonna happen. It says a lot. It says a lot about what, yeah. what you're sitting on. I'm not gonna ride a dirt bike with my granddaddy. I'm just not. <laughs> but. They got it done somehow, some way, on the road, in New York. Um, it was awesome. And on a high note, a draft pick who, a play earlier, it sounds like he left his guy wide open, and he came back on the next, very next play. We're talking about Sua Cravens, a boy named Sua, mm-hmm. and he, who is dominating uh, our hearts, our minds. Our, this, I mean, he, 
he is what made here's he is what made this game uh better in in this sense. In the NFL, when it comes down to it, you the team can win a game or the other team can lose a game. And we first of all, we've we've been on a million uh million times been on the wrong side of a veteran quarterback like Eli Manning getting a team in field goal position and taking that game with a minute and it's you know, been over him a minute a half. Bunch. Yeah. yeah. It, that that was actually the 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 odds on favorite of what should have happened. But for us to go and win the game, like that, that, that has not happened very frequently. And that play turned that game into a game that it was ugly. There's a million reasons why we had no business winning that game whatsoever. Um, but one play, a positive play, won the game. I mean, it freaking won the game. And, that, and that's a guy making a play. And that, that is, to me, is what I'm hanging my hat on as for, this, kind of, for, for this story to get better and to grow into something that's going to be compelling if, you know, make Thanksgiving matter against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, well, you know what? In the big scheme of things, you have to – you only judge a team by its division, all right? Uh, Cowboys are single-handedly falling apart in front of our eyes. There's Brian Hairline's uh, fracture in his knee right now. Uh, Dad Prescott playing very well. Mississippi State Bulldog, I knew he would play very well. But, you know, they, they can't keep bouncing from – uh, defensive players and, and, and offensive players going out and be good. Is Philadelphia really a What, what in the hell was that all about, man? It's like, <laughs> sick to my stomach. <laughs> are they what we think they are? Gonna, are they a team that started off quick like the Falcons did last year and end up losing nine of your last ten? I, I, I'm going with the second part because they're saying all this Wensylvania, Wensylvania. You know how it gets when everyone gets so excited, too? I know. I want to see when things go I know, bad. but I know how it feels to feel good about somebody and then just have all that the whole Wensel part of Vania yanked from right underneath you. I loved him coming out. He's a, this is the last team I wanted him to go to. I said I it a million times. He's it, good, too. I, th- I, I was, so when they fired Chip Kelly, I got upset because I knew that they were going to be better without him as their coach because they got too much talent on their team not to. And when they got rid of Sam Bradford, I I wet myself because I knew that but, I knew. But I, now Sam Bradford look like he going to the Super Bowl. What's that? Sam Bradford. Uh, the Vikings are playing very oh. good right now. Best defense in football right now. I'm sorry. They score points constantly. And guess what? It's, in football, it's always the team that the ball is bouncing in their direction. I've seen this happen many a times. The team that's making an unexpected play and things continue to do that, that's the team you have to stop. That was the Panthers last year. Yeah. Everything went in their direction. Right now, that's the Vikings. They lose their starting quarterback, keep rolling. They lose their starting running back, keep rolling. They do not care. They I, win the ball like Denver win, won it last year. Yeah. Defense first. And I agree with you. But also what helps, Fred, is when you have a, a WCAC alum Stephon Diggs. Uh, there the we go you see? Yeah. Yeah. And you were saying we didn't have too many, yeah. but I think our guy was leading the NFL in receiving hey, coming when, into week when, three. When did his brother, ta- <laughs> where did his brother Tavon go? He went down to Alabama, yes, didn't he? Did. Uh, yes, he, he went did. down south yes, to go get uh, cornbread fed for he came. <laughs> oh, hey, <laughs> hey, after high school, I'd love everyone to go down yeah. south. <laughs> Trust me, that's the right place to go. Right. No doubt about it. Would you coach at Hampton, Sydney? I did coach at Hampton, Sydney. Yes. You did. Yes. But that wasn't a, that was the Southerners coming up. To mm-hmm. Just below the Mason Dixon. Yeah. To party way far away from the mom and dad. <laughs> That's yeah. what that was. To yes. enjoy life to right. Yeah. Going into Cleveland. Cleveland coming into Washington. The Browns of Cleveland. What are we? What are we? What are we thinking? I I, I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not going to be the guy who says, you know, this is a win. Oh, it's a win. 
I'm sorry. They got one player, and he's hey. Anytime Terrell Pryor is looking like a Swiss Army knife right now, he's doing everything for him. You don't let a Terrell Pryor led team in the NFL stadium come beat you. No, you don't. God, I hope I'm not hearing these words. Hey, no, I have faith that the Redskins are gonna pull it. I do too. Because what what right now what the coach is telling them is, hey, let's get out this first quarter, five hundred at five hundred, two and two. Then we can put it behind us and go into the right. next quarter. So you're not going to let the Browns get in way of that. And if we can get through the first quarter with the Browns and show them that they have no chance to win, uh, a we, couple we, we got to step on their head early a because they come yeah. in here and Terrell Pryor starts running around on us. All of a sudden, that sidelines gets excited for a minute, but you know how it's been in they that stadium, They can't live off Fred. those shenanigans. They can't live yeah, off him coming in running the Wildcat. They can't. They're not going to get through the season like that. I, I don't expect Hugh to try to come because people not even uh, talking about the fact that Hugh Jackson used to coach here. So him coming back here mean a little bit to him. Yep. Oh yeah. When you're when you're the Cleveland Browns or the Jacksonville Jaguars or the freaking Washington Redskins for that matter, but not quite, and you draft that highly in every single round of the draft for that many years in a row, you know there's good players on the other side of the ball, and they 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 have good players. No, they cut them all. They have cut every draft pick in the first and second round from the last five years. Now what they did do is draft 14 players this yeah, year, 14. and 11 of them are starting. Yeah. So that's the difference. No, Johnny Menzel is gone. gone. All, all the rest of them are gone besides Josh jo- Gordon. Thomas. Joe Thomas. He's well, still Joe there. Thomas well, is there. Send us Joe Hayden back home. We'll take him. Yeah. We'll, we'll take, we'll, we'll we'll take, take Joe. Him. But I think Fuller going to end up being a pretty good corner. Oh, I think you're right. And I think he's the insurance policy for Breeland. Remember when he went to high school, too? Sorry, Fred, but he's also from the league. Sorry. Kendall? Tony, we got yeah, some Kendall guys, is. man. He's from the league. No, we got some guys. The question <laughs> that you need to answer is, how many Fuller guys going to Virginia Tech? That's true. I've been a peep in the family. Like, it has That's to be like cool, 20, isn't it? 20 Fullers yeah. that didn't play for Virginia That's Tech. That's cool, man. That is very cool. Yeah. That, that, that's something that... Well, uh, well, we do that, that down south. It's a lot of families. The Bailey's true. family. You know, like, it's a lot of families down there of nothing but athletes. And we, so we used to that. That's one of the families that I know just from being here is always a fuller that's playing yeah. for Virginia Tech. Yeah. Well, I think... Well, so he's going to have to play. Yes. I thought Toller played wait to watch him. better. Greg? Yeah. I think Greg is... I think Greg is just... Hey, he's a free agent. People don't understand. It's hard yeah. to make that transition to a new team, new yep. city, new teammates, new defense. It takes at least four four or five games for all free agents to really, really know how to play with the man beside him. Yep. I mean, it's... I mean, he's from around here. He had to get the tickets and everything. No one knew if yeah. he was playing. You know better than me, but yeah. he's got to deal with all that crap. Yeah. You know, that's not like... Uh, and then, and then still get out there, and then all of a sudden someone goes down. Yeah. I hate next man up. Everyone knows it's no, football. No, you got to be it's ready. It's what though. it is. Yeah. It's what it is. That's why, we, that's why everyone gets paid. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I think he's competitive. I, I, I like – we said before the season we really like our D-backs. Yeah. And I know we, we got deep. one man it, down. It was, it was one, one of out. our deep, deepest positions coming out of training camp, uh, which, which, is, which is crazy to think that, yeah. that, 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 that that's true. And he well, it was is. a big McLovin effort. Uh, yeah. But I also think he wasn't mixing the pot right. You know, you can have the right ingredients, but if you don't put it right in there by the right portion, the gumbo don't taste right. Yeah. And I think because he was – I, like, if I had the guys he had, I would have used D. Hall differently. D. Hall is a perfect, right now in his career, a perfect hybrid. I would have used D. Hall inside nickel, and I would have blitzed D. Hall, and I would have let him cover it. I would let him do that, but I would not have started him. 
because I need an enforcer back there and a sure tackler and like a Duke me and Nacho. And I need another ball hawk back there. I, you know, I don't know where Bruden fits in on it. Like, Bruden and D. Hall don't mesh together as a free safety, strong safety combo. I don't got them, any of them. Rank them in the NFL. Well, where would you rank that duo as safeties in the NFL? Yeah, See, I don't want to say anything bad about D'Angelo. You know, no, it's, it's, it's about the but, coaches using them wrong. Where you was, got these players. Uh, they were I agree with you a million percent, but don't you think that the recipe, as you were referring to, is maybe a one or two year recipe, and no, this is patchwork. It's, a, it's, and we're about, it's about putting the guy. You got the guys on your roster. I ain't saying go get. Why no was guys. D'Angelo playing so far back in those in those first couple games? Why was he playing so far back? They, I, they, it's, it's hard for me to answer because I ain't looked at the film and diagnosed what he was in, what coverage they was in, what he was doing. Because he's only gonna do what he's coached. Yep. All right. So at the end of the day, I don't know exactly what he was doing. I just know the pair doesn't fit. So, therefore, yep. if I got this wild card in D'Angelo that can actually cover, can actually tackle, can blitz and do a lot, I'm going to do a lot with him. But I'm also going to start a sewer Cravers. I got to get him on the field. And I got to get a guy gotta have him on that, the field. that got playoff experience like Dookie and Nacho to be my last line of defense because my D-line stinks so bad. If you if your D-line stink and you ain't got two safeties that can tackle, they're going to break runs all the time. And they're going to hand it off constantly. constantly. And they're going to go for it on fourth down Thank every you. time. I don't know. What's the deal with Duke? I, I heard people say he must have spilt someone's coffee or something. So the hell what? I, I don't well, know, well, man. He's a physical playing, specimen. If they playing feelings ball over there, we in trouble. Yeah, it? that's true. But he's a physical freak. When he gets – look, I'm not saying he's the greatest in coverage. Fine. But when he puts wood on you, he's coming. You're getting oh, all of it. He's an enforcer. Yes, he he's, is. He he's a bad dude. Yes, he does. From wanting to run the ball right up into you. And uh, I think we like that right now, like you guys are saying. Let, let's. Well, I don't understand. And I don't know if we saw a lot of him after D. Hall went down. Like he was in and out. And but I did see him on that pump return by Jamison Crowder get yeah. two. I saw that. Yeah. I saw he crushed somebody and, and and then jumped over him. And, and the other dude had a brace for his impact. Yeah. If you get two, then you go for fifty-two. That, that, the guy's a physical freak at this yeah. level. Physically, you know what I'm saying. I understand. Well, I, I, don't, I don't get why he's not whatever. Hey, you don't make the MC. That's why I say it starts with the coaching. It, it goes hand in hand. Coaching and the players go hand in hand. We got the players for certain things to get done, but we're not using them. We're not mixing the pot right. The recipe isn't there yet. It's not there yet. What, uh, uh, so if you Let's could change simmer for one. Simmer down. Yeah. If you could change one. One guy right now and make the biggest possible difference on our on our team. Who would, who, who would it position be, would, would it be? With size, would, would, would it be offensive defense? You get. I'm gonna tell you, you pick. All right. If I if I had some decision making to do, you if I'm plop Scott, someone if, in, and he just changes everything. Right now, since I didn't have guys kind of get their the stuff out of there by subtraction by being hurt. So. Yep. All right. Now that D. Hall is out, I gotta ask myself, who is my free safety? I'm probably going to put Will Blackman back yeah. there. Uh, well, I think so. He's got to be I'm, back there. I, after I put Will Blackman back there, I'm going to put my wild card back there. I'm going to put Sewer Craves in there because every time he in, he make plays. That's strong safety. It's strong safety. Okay. And I'm also going to play him close to the line of screen. I'm going Hell to, yes. I, I'm going to tell Cover him one. to go in there and you study Tripod of Malu for the rest of the year. Everything he does, I, that's how I'm playing you. Make your mistakes closer to the ball. The ball, thank you. But his mistakes don't turn into big plays. Yep. So it'll be fine. Yep. I'm going to keep my cones. I'm going to keep uh, Quinn out there. Uh, of course, I got Josh Norman. 
And you know, and no, no offense to Madhu Williams, but or uh, Jarris Bird, if you were watching that game the other night. Yeah, thank Sue, God we didn't get him. Sue <laughs> Cravens is not going to you know whiff in that fashion on tackles. No, he's going to. He, he wants contact. He does. He, he also moves. He's. I, I compare him. I, I compare him to like one of those Japanese horror films where like the film just skips ahead. Yeah. He's just. He's here, and all of a sudden the the TV flickers, and all of a sudden he's all the way over there. He's he he's violently fast. Yeah. In yeah. that last he's, second before contact. He's got Mia Khalifa in his DMs. So yeah. don't Fred, I got him. As, I got him as a four four guy this year. I got him as a four sack, four interception guy. Only one person did it last season. Can you name that person? In the, in the entire NFL? In the entire NFL, only one defender last year had four touchdowns, four interceptions. And no, uh, you mean four interceptions, four sacks? Four interceptions, four sacks. Earl Thomas. Nope. Uh, no, 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 no. Let me think. I thought we were going to get him. Uh, Cam Chancellor. No. That was my pick. No. Damn. Von Miller? Nope. Uh, so I'll give you a hint. He's also a player who came into the league as a hybrid safety linebacker. Oh, oh, Taron Matthews. Nope. He was a corner, dude. But he's a safety. Yeah, he's he was a safety. A, he, was a, he was a he corner. He came in as a safety linebacker. Inside linebacker. Safety That's linebacker. What, yeah, right. Yeah. He was oh, so you're talking about safety a... linebacker. Yeah, he came into the league that way, and he plays on a very, very good defense right now. Uh, is it the kid from Arizona? Number two. No, nah, who's that? Dwayne Buchanan? Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Buchanan. No, but he is. He and he's the he's the next guy in line. But uh, who is it? Thomas Davis. From the Carolina Panthers, he plays that. He yeah, settled but, in the linebacker. Yeah, I've been saying he grew into a linebacker, but he, but came, he came in a safety. He came in a safety. Yeah. And last season, he had four sacks and four interceptions. The only guy who did it. I can see Sewer being there, but Troy used to do that all the time. Palomalu yeah. used yeah. to do that all the time. That's a, that's four a sacks, like in like three weeks from that. <laughs> yeah, he that's was always, that guy was, was a ball magnet. Ravens came close in the first drive on that third down play. They they blitzed him right up the middle, and he he came close. Yeah, he, I, and, and in fact, he was part of the reason why Eli made a bad throw on, on that play, I believe. Yeah. Um. So he, you know, he's getting those sacks. I, so that's what I do. I put a lot of optimistic guys on the defense because I don't have a D line, so I need some guys that stay around the ball. Will Blackman, anytime he's in the game, something is happening around him. Uh, yeah, Quinn, another strip. It, he's always making plays. Yeah, he's always making plays. So I want to get these guys out here. Takes a lot off of Josh. He's like a poor man, poor man, poor man, Sherman. Will Blackman. Will Blackman? Yeah. He's like a poor man, especially. And I told him he's stuck. He's stuck it out in his career because he's had a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. He's actually a poor man, Charles Woodson. Oh, that that's huge. That's huge. Well, he got great ball skills. He can return yeah. kicks. And he, played, he, and he played corner. He was a starting corner for a Thank you. He's a poor man, sure. Charles Woodson. Hey, if he can, he's he's bigger than D Hall. Yeah. Um, he's which longer? He's longer, but but you know, size at safety is is a big deal, and and he's bigger than D Hall, and now. D. Hall was was putting his shoulder into oh, no. it. Mean, D. Hall got physical. I didn't. We we didn't think he was going to make it uh, playing as physical as he he has been playing. And of course, that's not why he got injured. Oh no no! Um, injuries happen, man. That's like right. I tell people, that's right. man. At the end of the day, you tell me your job description. I tell you, injury you probably have. And, and I tell people all the time, football is not even the most dangerous sport in the world. I mean, job in the world is. It's not even in the top ten. Which which job you think is the most dangerous job in the world right now? UPS. Delivery man. Ha! Maybe. Nope. Not even close. What job do you think? Give, give me your top three most window window jobs. washers. I, I saw a guy dress up in scuba gear and go into a sanitation plant and unclog a, a thing. Well, deep sea welding. 
is like number yeah. three. Yeah, this was deep sea welding, but with like a bunch of turds yeah. around. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and no fire. That's pretty and dangerous. No fire, yeah. But it's uh, deep sea fishing is the most dangerous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like more people die in that job. You watch um, Deadliest Catch? Deadliest Catch? Of course not. I watched a few, a few episodes of that, but I, but someone died. Like someone from the no, show they, they died. They die all the time. Yeah, on film into the deep blackness yeah, yeah. of and, the worst death ever they imaginable. They don't even give them fire. They don't Once you look up, them. you know you're dead, hey, and you sit there in the fridge of water. They give them a burial at sea. They don't yeah. even try to find. Him. Is that how that guy died? Oh, you go, you go. Well, he either froze to death or got gobbled up by something. Yeah. But while he was freezing to death, he was thinking, Hyper "Someone's nipping at my toes. Yeah. I'm, I'm dying. Oh, that's I better." The worst, like, man. But yeah. you can't write anything to anyone or tell anyone. Tell my wife and kids I love them. So you it's, know the that and catching on fire. Your job, like if somebody, like I love the military. Want to go to the military after football, but I knew if I went to the military, I don't have to call home, and nobody should be shocked if I call home and tell them I took a bullet to the arm. Right. It happens. That's right. It's what, part of your job. What, what else is on that list? Uh, of course, I said the deep, the uh, offshore oil, uh, deep, deep sea, sea welding. welding. Yep. How about the window washers in New York City? Because that scares the ever living hell it's, out of yeah, me. I couldn't do it. Like I'm not a big heights person. No. Like, no. I, I, Scared. I, I couldn't do it. Essless. But, but mining. mining oh, that's is another in there. one. Yeah, Couldn't it, do it. Yeah. God bless those men. Yeah. <laughs> Supporting their families for generations. Hey, that's what I'm that's telling That's a true man. So you want to know some real men's men job? Come on, these is Go, what's going yeah. on. Why don't you drop in a uh, elevator with 35 guys 5,500 feet down in the, in, in the earth and, and spend your entire Chip day away. shipping away at the uh, freaking magma. Earth. No, at earth. Yeah. Pure earth. Earth. At its finest. Ridiculous. Couldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Can't win with him. Bob Young Brake didn't think so. Get the chipping. Like yeah. that guy, like that's just terrible existence. I think I got the black lung. I knew you were gonna say that. Mm-hmm. That's freaking me out. Merman. It's Merman. Sorry, yeah. we're big you don't you're not a Zoolander guy? I'm a great Zoolander guy. All right. I Zoolander. love Derek sure. Zoolander. Okay. I'm a great sure. Just not that particular <laughs> line, my friend. Yeah. Hey, we're talking about coal mining. That's the only Zoolander coal mining uh, reference I got. <laughs> All right. Let's get some predictions. We don't do this very often, but you know what? I was thinking to myself, a, a, a hallmark of these after shows are theories. Quiz. You know? Can I ask you a quiz right quick? Yeah, give me some quiz. What do players mean when they say they're taking the Browns to the Super Bowl? Taking the Browns. Uh, the Browns, because the Browns never been to the Super Bowl. No, they're taking a dump. They're Thank taking you. a dump. Thank you. you. That, that's what I'm talking about. Yes. Give me a yeah, pound. You got I'm upside down. Because you, like, well, you was going to go yeah. technically to Yeah, I was like, wait a second. Wait a second. I think they're mean. <laughs> yeah. The Browns have I was there. reaching for the flushable wipes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's literally a fo- old football locker room thing. Like, yeah, man, what you finna do? I'm finna take the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Browns to the Super Bowl. We, we, always, I, we always, I always just say, I'm about to, they say, what are you going to do? I'm saying, I'm going to go do what Bernie Kosar couldn't. Take the Browns to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the way I used to say it. You got to put the Bernie Kosar in there. Hey. Or any Cleveland Brown player that you didn't. You already answered the question respect. wrong. I answered it right. Damn uh, it. Let's, let's move yeah. forward. Damn it. Let's proceed forward. I, I, All right. I, I, if I'm I not going to talk any trash, you four should. Four hands to get it. Four thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to have some conspiracy theories or just some going forward theories. Something about what do you think is going to happen? Uh, along the do. lines of what you just said, may I just interject? Please. I know exactly what's going to happen. Please. 
This is going to be our Take the Browns to the Super Bowl week. Gruden gets to have one like once a year, this one day when we go like... The Saints last year? Like 33 to 10 skin. Something weird. You. It's I one of those you. weird ones. And uh, I don't think we're that much better than them. I just think that that's what's going down for Cleveland and us on Sunday. They stink a lot worse than we do. Yeah. We'll get it together at home. I'm totally yeah. with you. It'll be almost a 37 to 39 point day for the... the uh, the Redskins of Washington. I see the Browns making plays because we never stop the people we're supposed to stop. <laughs> no. So, of course, uh, uh, what's the kid? Terrell we Pryor, who's been competing. He's, gonna he's been competing, man. He's going to score two touchdowns that he shouldn't score, mm. that he wouldn't score on Belichick. So, like I said, 39-17. Washington I love Redskins. it. What about you, Maddie? 35-10. Mexican domination. So, this is just uh, so we're all so we're we're thinking this is a blowout performance. I I have to. It's gonna start off slow. Yeah. It and can't it's start more about slow. them. Yeah. No, no. So I that that's where I disagree with you. I say we've started out slow against everybody. This is where that first drive instead of turning into this three points, are. it's going to be a seven point drive. That's what I'm saying. I think the difference if we're going to be a blowout okay, team, okay. it's going to be the difference. It's scoring touchdowns on those first drives instead of field goals. That's where we make our graduate. That's where we graduate. When I say slow, I yeah. mean like by halftime, the score will probably be 17 to 6. Okay. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. And then they come and score 20 in the next half. Putting it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we do need a red zone graduation. I will stand and applaud. We need a red zone graduation. Uh, uh, we have been so bad in the red zone. Actually, on both sides of the ball, but more so offensively. I think Jordan Reed Jordan catches Reed a touchdown pass. Well, it's about time we went to him in the red zone. He That'd be it. nice because he's yeah. pretty goddamn good there. Yeah. And they are. And, and but we need some more weapons down there. We I can't know. just use him sure. if you take away I him. know. You say we should throw the fade at Josh Jackson? Hey, first no, of all. No, no, the fade's between two men who hey, have, de- have we, assembled we ran a, a partnership. Quarterback, a quarterback draw with Kirk Cousins. On like. third down, not first down. Not to say, like, okay, let's recruit from that terrible call and we got two more shots at it. Quarterback draw on third down with Kirk Cousins. All right. Is 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 Sick I, as I never just yelled the screen because I'm an optimist, Fred. Yeah, and I was like, it was just venom and horrible words and languages I've never spoken. You do call that play Cutterall. on like first or second down, right? I mean, that's not a third it's down. It's kind play. of a known thing. You line up, you go spread, you motion to back out, and from every level, and let the quarterback try and get in there. Who's not a runner, and when he doesn't, you better have two plays called because you already knew you were calling that play. You know what I mean? And yeah. it wasn't going to work. In case it does, then everyone goes, great call. Hey, well, well, great call. So what's going on with McVeigh? You give yourself now? a pass. Everybody was talking about uh, McVeigh as a head coaching pro. I don't hear that now. What's no. going on? You know, it's all execution, and I think play calling is a, a deal. But uh, there was a one red zone situation when we handed the ball off to Robert Kelly, who had already shown he came in cold and wasn't ready for the spotlight. He may be, but he wasn't last Sunday. And then we go with a little combo route. with uh, Any little contact throws it off on a timing route. And then we go to Crowder. draw. And that, yeah, but let's just go bread and butter. Let's not. Let's Shortest not, guy who has to work through two guys to make it to the backcourt. What back I'm saying is, uh, a, I'm not just pointing the, the finger to coaching staff. Yeah. They're trying to find a rhythm in that on that part of the field. It doesn't for- just say Jordan Reed without being embarrassing. Force I get it, it to Jordan Reed. Just force it. Right. Just do it. And then uh, the fade deal. That's between two men who have now agreed amongst each other, and then have nodded to the O coordinator or head coach and said. Okay, we got this. Throw the fade to Jordan Reed. Don't even throw the fade. First of all, let him work the slant. middle against linebackers do, do or a little yeah. quick, quick, quick. Come on, man. Let him body, body the guy out. Something Kirk can throw the ball yeah. away from. Yeah, you can't, and not, you can't do And the not trying to avoid the rush for six seconds left. And then you can't do the same things, man. You got, got to open that playbook up. I, I, I just watched Belichick go out there with a 
third screen quarterback rookie and, and put a play. Yes, but he already sold face. his soul to the devil, friend. You and I both I, know I, this. I understand. No, what he does is what most players get really peed off about coaches. Because when you meet certain coaches, they have a discipline. They come from somebody's school. You meet Andy Reid is going to be this West Coast offense. You meet a, 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 a Bill Parcells disciple. They're going to do stuff certain ways. Bill has no discipline. Whatever you're weak at is how he's going to beat you. If we need to run the ball 55 times a day to beat y'all because y'all can't stop the run, we're going to run the ball 55 times. That's awesome. Gonna, he, he only adapts to what the team can't do. Yep. Not what they can't. What it, they can't do. It's it's amazing. He's, I mean, it, you know what's fascinating to me is that his disciples do haven't that. done very well. Because they can't keep his like discipline I, and respect. Yeah I, feel, yeah. yeah, I feel like he's on a different level as I a mean, human. I mean, he is. Socially. And his yeah. players all love him, so he's not like yeah. that with them. But he demands that, hey, when you in this building and when we playing, you have to be very serious about your job. And the only thing that's going to make me keep you on this team is what you do on Sundays. Yeah. What we study on Monday is who you really are. Like he don't fall in love with players. Wasn't he a coach no, in because Cleveland? Because he's friend? not. He's wasn't he a coach in Cleveland? Yeah, well, he was he coming up. He was coming up. It was like a first marriage. Yeah. Of course he was. It never works. My starter wife did not work for me. When you that's true, but when you talk about the Cleveland Browns and you talk about the guys that got away, I'm always thinking, man, freaking Bill Belichick. Yeah, I'm from a family of football. My dad was a coach. Is how we lived. But he was a great family man. I know why these guys love Bill Belichick. He is a great. Football coach for the New England Patriots. That's what he does if he's awake. He's not. Do you think he's going to like someone's cousin's in-laws? Oh, no, he's baptism? not doing what these coaches are doing. <laughs> no, showing, no, no. showing up to he, events and he's stuff. He's not no. doing shit. No, ever. This is him. He this got is what a he is. On. He he's stinks. a creation. He smells like a football player. Oh. He's doing what he's telling his football players. As long as y'all in shape and willing to do my game plan, I will make sure you have the best game plan to beat whatever team we play. And long as your players can trust that. And we know I ain't gonna be. Uh, you ain't gonna make me look like a fool on national TV. You got a chance, but players doubt your playbook at any time of your play calling. You hearing guys mad they ain't getting the ball, mad they ain't doing this. Baker going into it with the coach because he know he calling some BS. So at the end of the day, now they not on the same page because they ain't got no trust in each other. Can't win that way. Can't do it. It's gotta be built though, right? No, it has to be. All right, put it like this. If you're going to put the onus on me to be in shape and be ready to play football, the onus is on you to make sure I got the best game plan. So when you start to slack on your job, then we ain't going to get along no way. You think a coordinator gets fired this season for the Redskins? If it is, it's just to save somebody. Save somebody another year or two. But I, I, I don't know. Like, See, I think this gets back to McLovin's. He, he's not married to these guys. I think he's willing so to give him a chance. He doesn't care. I'm going to tell you what, what could really break the camera's back. Coaching is cause and effect. First of all, to know who's going to get hired, I need to know who got fired. All right? So if a guy like Rex Ryan gets fired from a head coach, the one thing we can say about Rex, he probably ain't won all the games he should as a head coach, but as a defense coordinator, he's one of the best to ever do. Right. So his next gig might be going backwards to a defensive coordinator. Yeah. Oh, believe me, McLovin is thinking about these things. Oh, sure. Yeah. And, and also, we, we've been guilty as hell uh, in this in this organization um, in terms of firing people without a plan of what to do after you fire them. So we're not going to hire son of Zorn. <laughs> That's not so, happening. Yeah, hey, please, <laughs> so, please don't. I play for Zorn. That's one thing I don't think McLovin will do. I don't uh, think he'll fire somebody uh, with no idea of what he's yeah. going to do behind it. It's not gonna, he's not going to make someone two-week interim coach for the, for no reason whatsoever. 
Um, but I'll tell you what. I really want to say thank you to Fred Smoot for joining us on After the Whistle. Absolutely. On the Audible tonight. It was fun, yes, fellas. Thank it was you. fun, fellas. This will be, uh, we appreciate uh, all the uh, readers and listeners from Hogs Haven. Great Redskins fans. Fred Smoot, when we get you on the lightning round, we'll go ahead and speak right to him. Oh, yeah. Matt Seal, the real deal. Always good to see you. Come on. What do you got for me? What do you got? Nothing? Come on, Nothing? just speak to the mic, man. There's probably women out there that need to hear your voice before they go. Every speak. week, Fred. Every week. You know it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, Fred, I'm going to say this right now. Open invitation to the basement. Anytime you want to come oh, over here. Oh, of course. Hey, thanks, man. The sweatiest studio Welcome, in the baby. Absolutely. Hey, 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 thanks, man. Thanks, man. Absolutely. We want to say goodnight to Tim Strachan. Hi, Tim. Dork. Hey, Tim, man. Really missed you. I man. hope you're watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, right. I hope you didn't come tonight so you could crack out on season one and two of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Should we get Netflix? The guys say it's such a good show. I just he sounds like he'll be a Tyron <laughs> Lannister fan, you know. People that's real mental. Like I love Tyron because he's always thinking, man. He's the thinker. He's my, man. I think he's my either first or second favorite character on the show. Hey, he's hey, I love him. He's a yeah. smart, alcoholic, life liver. He is a life liver. <laughs> well, you just described multiple people from the basement. <laughs> we will let that nickname stand for the whole crew. Livers of life. <laughs> On behalf of the Audible, this is just one more life liver. Sir Frederick from House Smoot. Cheers.